Thank you to the intruders and I'll Always Love My Mama. Great show there. Thank you. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And the following is Pandora's Lunchbox in a Can, vintage March 3rd, 2005. The following information on this show cannot be trusted. Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that? Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN. It's a show about food every Thursday at 6.30. And I just want to say thank you for all of you who have listened to Pandora's Lunchbox through the years. And I just wanted to let you in on a little secret. If you didn't know this, Pandora's Lunchbox is 40 years old. We've been doing this show on WCBN for 40 years now in my mind. And I'd like to take you back now to a show that I've never aired before. This is a show that you probably have not heard again because it was in my mind. This is a Pandora's Lunchbox going back to 1965. I was 11 months old, and I just felt really precocious at the time doing radio. It was a learning experience, and I want to just take you back to the origins of this show and how it came about. With a little bit of uh, completely serious music would probably get us in the mood, I think. Here we go. I think that's the right uh, somber mood here to set. Pandora's Lunchbox got its start in the fall of 1965. And as you regular listeners to my mind would know, Pandora's Lunchbox has covered all the food issues through the years when Richard Nixon was wandering around the White House just going, prunes, prunes, prunes. Pandora's Lunchbox was there. When ketchup was declared a a vegetable, Pandora's Lunchbox was at the condiment table. So we've been here for a long time, but what you might not have known is that Pandora's Lunchbox started by mistake. Oh, yeah. So it's like this, basically. In 1965, I'm in my parents' garage just wandering around. I had a habit of running away. It really drove them nuts. I would just run away and get into trouble and everything, and I wasn't even one year old yet. So, you know, terrible twos, (laughs) terrible minus ones. I mean, what am I saying? But basically, I was in the garage when I discovered this strange toy. Looking back on it, it was a lot like a jack-in-the-box, but it wasn't like your average jack-in-the-box, and it had an impact on me for the rest of my life. In fact, I happen to have a high-quality digital recording from 1965, if you can believe that. See, my father is very technically oriented. In fact, I believe he's listening right now in Omaha, Nebraska. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. They've got their Internet connection there, and they've got a special setup in the living room, so it sounds just like a local radio. Well, in the mid-'60s, he had the technological stuff, so we had this digital recorder in the garage, in the mid-60s, and I wandered into the garage and I discovered a toy, and this is what it was like. Pandora, lunch. Box. Well, as you can see, I was excited by this discovery. 
something clicked in my mind. I thought to myself, yes, this is what life is all about. I don't know how to formulate sentences, but I know that this is what life is all about. So naturally, I proceeded to take the Pandora's Jack and the Pandora's lunchbox, Jack and the Box box, and to smash the garage with it. I was just smashing things up. This is so cute. And so I smashed and smashed and smashed. And gradually, I accidentally shaped the garage into the shape of a recording studio. And thus I began my career as a radio announcer. Well, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go back to 1965 and hear the first Pandora's Lunchbox, shall we? The theme song was a little different, but, well, I wasn't able to talk yet, so I didn't have any guests. I just kind of pushed a lot of buttons and things on this recording studio that I just created with my own bare hands. And Well, let's listen, shall we? Pandora Lunch Box. Pandora Lunch Box. Once upon a time, there was a lovable bear named Winnie the Pooh. That's him. That's Winnie. Yeah, he's my buddy. And I never go any place without him. Oh, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. Toppy little copy all stuffed with fluff. He's Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. Willy nearly silly old bear. A donkey named Eeyore is his friend. And Kanga and little Roo. There's Rabbit and Piglet, and there's Owl, but most of all, Winnie the Pooh. Come on, all you cats supposed to be friends of Winnie the Pooh. Let's join in with it. Come on, Kanga and Roots. Rap, let's go. Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. I didn't hear no Eeyore. I can't say. Roo, you ain't making it, man. You're a bad cat for a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on, let's hear it. Follow me. Oh, ba 
go at least five miles a second or it'll never stay up. Some of them can go around the earth in only an hour and a half.
people share this earth. They depend upon the earth's surface for the basic necessities of food and fiber. Where there is a tractor, the basic need for food is met. Where there is a tractor, the basic need for fiber is met. There are three basics that work together. Food, fiber, and Ford. If you just tuned in, this is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're going back to the first Pandora's Lunchbox program, back from ni- back in 1965. I started doing this show when I was about 11 months old. I was too young to really understand what I was doing, and today, I don't understand what I'm doing. But you can see the roots right here. 
So basically, just to catch you up, when I was 11 months old, I had uh, found this Pandora's Lunch uh, Jack in the Box and proceeded to smash uh, the garage with it and, and accidentally create a, a radio uh, station out of it. It was really weird. And, and so I, I started my own Pandora's Lunchbox show at the age of 11 months. And at this point in the program, things get a little weird. Um, in fact, they start to get a little stressed out here. Um, as you can hear, in fact, I'm getting kind of stressed out here. I'm not sure what I'd run across here, but uh, at this point in the program, you'll notice that uh, things start to get a little weird and not quite appropriate for an 11-month-old kid. But uh, let's listen to the show now, shall we? Here, let's listen again. Coffee, coffee, Hills Brothers Coffee. Right now is a wonderful time to head for the hills. Instant Hills Brothers Coffee. Because now, more than ever, Hills has everything. A big, brand-new 10-ounce jumbo family size. A saving of 20 cents off regular price on every big 10-ounce jar. Best of all, Instant Hills Brothers means rich, strong coffee mm. this instant. Think of it, ladies. A jumbo 10-ounce size to last longer. Save you extra shopping trips. A 20-cent saving. Big economy and the richness and strength of Hills Brothers. A blend of the finest coffees from all around the world. That's why today is the time to head for the hills. Instant Hills Brothers Coffee. And save 20 cents on the big new 10-ounce family-sized jar. Coffee, coffee. Tobacco is a dirty weed. Tobacco is a dirty weed. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Tobacco is a dirty weed. I like it. Tobacco is a dirty weed. It satisfies no normal need. I like it. It satisfies no normal. I like it, I like it, tobacco is a dirty weed, it satisfies no normally, tobacco is a dirty weed, is a dirty weed, it makes you thin, it makes you lame, it takes the hair right off your bean, it's the worst answer I've Darn those idiots, they must really know their digits. 
midgets cause they're masters at the art of multiplying. They've got a semaphore that tells them two times two is four. Two times three will always equal six. Now you can calculate that two times four will equal eight. Bunnies really know arithmetic. They know that two times five is ten. Two times six is twelve. And two times seven is fourteen. Now you can do it yourselves. Two eights are sixteen. Two times nine is eighteen. We can keep on going so much higher. Now two times ten is twenty. And I really think that's plenty for our funny little bunny multipliers. Now let's do the song again. And this time, follow me and we'll get the answers together. So uh, we're listening here to Pandora's Lunchbox, the first Pandora show from 1965. We've just heard uh, songs about uh, multiplying and, you know, what rabbits do. When they tell uh, them two times two is four. Two times three will always equal six. Children's records with subliminal messages. Bunnies really know their arithmetic. Bunnies know how to multiply. What does that mean, I ask you? Times seven is fourteen. Now you can do it yourself. You can do it yourself. Oh my! So before that, we heard "Tobacco is a Dirty Weed" by the Beelzebubs, and we also heard something for coffee. So when I was eleven months old, I really didn't know what I was doing. And this is this time. I just want to say right now to my parents, thank you for helping make me weird by allowing me to wander into the garage and to play with these things and to. Uh, just learn a lot about radio. Uh, this, this is this has been a great experience for me, and thank you for listening to Pandora's Lunchbox for 40 years. It may seem like you've been listening for 40 years today, but it's been 40 years, and Face the Music is coming up in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor. Brushless shaving cream supreme Leaves your face so smooth and clean Pepsi Cola hits the spot Twelve full ounces, that's a lot Twice as much for a nickel too Pepsi Cola is the drink for you Rinse so white and rinse so bright. L-A-V-A, L-A-V-A This is Sandy Becker saying, Keep cooking with Crisco. It's all vegetable. It's digestible. Longines is not lightly called the world's most honored watch. For Longines watches have won 10 World's Fair grand prizes and 28 gold medals. Longines watches have also won more honors for accuracy than any other timepiece. Longines, the world's most honored watch, is a product of the Longines Whitnor Watch Company.
This is Pandora's lunchbox. I've been Mike for at least 40 years now. This is me at the age of 11 months. After I'd just done my first edition of Pandora's lunchbox, I felt pretty proud. I was pretty much ready to go walk back into the house and have my parents change my diaper. So this show is a, a dedication to all of you who have had maybe a rough day and you just wished you were wearing a diaper and that someone could change it for you. You know what I mean? You don't? Oh. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Thank you for listening to Pandora's Lunchbox. Coming up next, it's Face the Music. Oh, yeah. Face the Music with Lucas. Our wolf, that is... was comforting. Thank you, Mike. It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name's Arwolf. Time to face the music. And uh, this hour will be entirely composed of strictly instrumental Fats Waller records. Fats Waller as pianist, organist, sideman, um, active jam session participant, and band leader. Uh, a lot of people think that he's primarily a, a vocalist, and that's a really important part of the Fats Waller experience. 
I was always uh, captivated by his piano, first and foremost. This is one of the records that really came and got me when I was uh, uh, young enough not to know better. It's called African Ripples. Fats Waller at the piano. I think it was 1934 he cut this record. <laughs> 